The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the new and improved Hyperfocus, a podcast for chaotic minds. This week, a new host is going to tell us a story. Hello, welcome back everyone and a very special welcome to our new host, Maddie. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? Man, I am super jazzed. I, I'm feeling very blessed to mm-hmm. be in your presence, as to you be should. here as a part of Hyperfocus. Yeah. Didn't, didn't see this coming, yeah. to be honest. Radical life change to be here, and I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to share some cool stories, gonna bring out the history buff in me. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really am super excited. I have a really cool story for today too. So excited to share that with you and be a part of this. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, if you have no idea what's going on here, if you have no idea who Maddie is, um, obviously as we have been discussing the last few weeks, Lauren is gone, but, um, we did a a search for a new host and we released a bonus episode a few days ago with, um, some bits of Maddie's interview. Uh, she had to do that live mm. on, um, well, not really live, but she had to be willing to record it for all of you to hear. Yeah. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. So we are, uh, we're excited to have her, um, but you have to live up to the hype. Um, yeah. This, your position here is not set in stone. You have to do well. And, uh, you know, uh, we could fire you at any time. That's good. So That's good to know. thin ice. Um, do your best. But my best needs to be for perfection. Correct. Okay. Anything less than perfection um, is a fireable offense. Right. So let's uh, just get into it. Um, now, normally this is when we do apologies. Yeah. Since since I'm new, um, we're not going to be doing apologies this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but... There will be plenty to apologize for in the future. So mm. have no fear. They'll be back. But Great. this week, you know, I can't apologize for an episode I wasn't a part of yet. So we'll just have to leave the apologies blank for the past episode. Yeah, I think that uh, just proves that my last episode was perfect. Yeah. Um, as they usually are. So are you ready to just jump in? I'm ready to jump in. All right. What do you have for us today? So we all know. So, you know, Hugh Hefner. Playboy Mansion, sure, yes. Playboy Bunnies, mm-hmm. right? I am familiar. Right. 
So he has his mansions. Mm-hmm. Chicago's the main one. He's got one out. Well, the original, I should say. The main one's out in L.A. Luxurious 70s sex party weird lifestyle, right? All right. Did you know that there was a lesser known Hugh Hefner wannabe that built his own mansion in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, you know, this something about this feels vaguely familiar, but there's no way I could tell you what what's going on here. So please, yeah. enlighten me. So there is high up in um, on Mission Ridge in Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, a swingers palace. Oh boy! Oh my god! Known gosh. as <laughs> the Tiki Hut. Oh uh, boy, this is this is scary. Now, now, spoiler: <laughs> I do have to spoil this right from the beginning. The house is no longer standing. Ah. It was it was demolished in 2017. So unfortunately, I tried to go see it myself, but <laughs> you tried to do some very in depth research. I really I really tried to engross myself in the story. Mm. Um, in this but lifestyle, circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> kept me from really from really getting in getting my hands dirty you know uh. so so anyway so this crazy party house from the 1970s has this air of like extravagance but it's kind of eerie um and it's in many ways the story a kind of a good story of american greed um that hmm. downside of the american dream so we're looking at 1970s america we have a business tycoon our main character of this story is billy Hull. Now tell me that's not a great name. I mean, like H U L L, right? Yeah. Yeah. Billy Hull. Billy Hull. Just seems it screams seventies strip club tycoon. It, yeah, kind of does. So he is a is a strip club owner in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and wanted he had this vision to have his own Playboy mansion in the in the hills of Chattanooga. Sure. Um, as all, where else would you cause, go? Because where else would you go? So exactly, I, I'm not sure. I mean, he owned the strip clubs in Chattanooga, so it could have just been the proximity. But, I mean, Chattanooga's beautiful, but it, it's not something that screams Playboy Mansion, Tiki, Summer, Swingers House. But what does? I mean, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I can't answer that question because I'm not sure anything really does. But Billy Hull dreamed the impossible. Woof. Woof. <laughs> Uh, we have a dog with us today. There, that is that is my dog, mm-hmm. and he's a sweetheart. He gets really fired up about Billy Hull. Billy Hull. <laughs> <laughs> he gets really uh, really fired up about swingers palaces <laughs> with tiki torches. <laughs> so, let me give you a little context here. So, Billy Hull has a wife named Gloria. She's going to become important near the end of this story, but. Um, to say the least, it was a complicated marriage. And there's not much on Billy or his marriage prior to the Tiki House. It's kind of like Tiki House and on is where we care about him. So we're just going to start there. So like I said, he is a prominent business uh, businessman owning a lot of, uh, mainly two. I have a question. Yeah. Is he still alive? Because you're no. using the present tense. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he's In not alive. In the story, alive. he is. In the story, yes. he's currently alive. Understand. Um, he does die in 2008 of cancer. So, you know. I don't have a reaction yet because I don't know if I love him or hate him. Exactly. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna break this down. So he beginning in the late like nineteen sixty nine, early nineteen seventy, Billy teams up with our architect Ed Ball. So I mean, great names. First off, I love them. Okay, so I don't know who Ed Ball is, but I'm picturing Big Ed from oh, yeah. what show is it? Ninety Day Fiance. Yep. Or is it married at first sight? No, it's 90 Day Fiancé. 90 Day Fiancé. I'm picturing Big Ed mm. as the architect. <laughs> I think for, for all intents and purposes, 
all intent and purposes. Yeah. That's right. Not intensive purposes. Intense and purposes. Right. Okay. Which is often intensive misspoken purposes. as intensive purposes. Intense and purposes. Correct. There you go. Okay. So for that, <laughs> yes, we're going to pretend Ed Ball, our architect of the Tiki Hut Swingers Palace, big Ed. is Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. It just fits. So when we, when we turn this into a movie, we know who to call to cast. So they're teaming up to build this mega mansion. It takes them like two years to figure out what all the details sure, Billy, Billy wants in this deluxe Swingers Resort. And it took about 14 months to complete. So in 1972, the Tiki Hut opened to the public. And there were actually 10,000 people who came to the original what? opening. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like to the I, don't, I don't know if all of them like actually made it inside. Because it, uh, you know, it's only 56, what is it, 5,600 square feet. So it's not like, it's, I mean, oh. it's not huge. 5,600 square feet? That's It's that's a mansion small. for Chattanooga. 5,600? Are 70s. you sure? Yeah. I did my due diligence. 5,600 square feet. I'm not even kidding. How big is this studio and our offices? Like a thousand, <laughs> right? Something like something Five like that. Five of yeah. these. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm looking around. It's, it's bigger than I... It's... Yeah. I had the same initial reaction. Yeah. Where yeah. I was like, that seems small. But I think it's the word mansion that you just automatically assume it's like 10,000 square feet. Yeah. I don't know why I was picturing this being like a, like a, more of like a resort, like it, a very large resort, but no. it's, 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 it's a single it's, family home. It's what it says. <laughs> well, not single family. Correct. Multi-couple. Multi <laughs> right. See, I'm not sure if all 10,000 like went inside or right. if it was just like They were there looking. for a show. Right. They were just, what can we see? Yeah. So, so. So anyway, so there's there's a lot of spectacular things mm. that make this mansion super unique. By today's standards, they might not be necessarily like the most extravagant. Okay. You know, like sometimes our measure of wealth is like automatic or like quiet shut drawers, you know, in the kitchen. Oh, and soft, like that's cl- soft opulence. closed drawers. <sighs> yeah. I love soft closed drawers. Yeah. But for the 70s and for Chattanooga, this was like pinnacle. Mm. of opulence okay so like i said it's 5600 square feet it's got three bedrooms four and a half bathrooms okay again this was kind of surprising because i was like okay that seems somewhat small but then again we have other rooms that are bigger sure. than the bedrooms yeah if i figured mm-hmm. when you look at the pictures now now definitely go check out the instagram and twitter and tiktok because the pictures are where most of this like jaw-dropping chaos is is seen i want to look it up right now um, remind me the the Swingers the Palace Tiki Hut. I'm scared in Chattanooga. <laughs> there it, there won't be anything graphic. I swear. Um, it is the most Swingers Palace Tiki Hut. Yeah, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. It is the most stereotypical '70s like Swingers sex party house you've ever seen in your life. I red carpet. I had never considered that there was a stereotype for that, but I know what there you mean. is. See exactly red carpet, circle beds, mirrored like walls, mirrors now, on the ceiling. I'm only seeing um, like the ruins of it. Basically. Exactly. Yeah, they have very few images of like to, available to the public of the original. There's a few pictures of like the front facade. Yes. And then, which will start oh breaking gosh. down some of this. Yeah. I just so, look while you're, so while you're explaining, so please go ahead. Perhaps the most famous element in this house is the main pool, which yes. I'm sure you're mm-hmm. seeing. Um, it's located, it's the first thing you see when you enter this house. It is shaped like a Playboy bunny. 
And on the floor in the tile of the pool is the Playboy Bunny logo. So as we can see, uh, Billy had a clear um, example or like prototype he was looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, we knew, we know what he's trying to do. He is not hiding that he wants his own Playboy oh mansion. Gosh, this really is very 70s. It's, the wood paneling. What, it's crazy. Yeah. So the, the, the crazy thing about this pool is the bunny ears of the pool are actually canals. <laughs> to the bedroom. Oh, I see that now. They have little bridges over little them. bridges over it that help, you know, make the you can walk full circle around the pool, but those canals go into the two bedrooms, the two main bedrooms. Uh -huh. So the pool is like 12 feet deep. It's a massive pool, it's like 20 by 40 feet. It's electrically heated and had it had its own like separate humidity controls. Like it was advanced, relatively advanced technology for a pool in the 70s. Mm -hmm. The pool also had a waterfall a full bar and a, a fire pit surrounded by real palm trees. The walls lining this room are what was really interesting to me. So over in the pool room, in the pool room. So the wall, the walls next to the bunny ears mm -hmm. were actually tinted glass so that people in the bedrooms could look out and see what's going on in the pool, but nobody in the pool could look in the bedrooms. Mm. And then everywhere else was like this bamboo tiki hut facade, just yeah. like in the middle of Chattanooga, Tennessee. And so it's like this weird like blend of like vacation tropical vibes with like 1970s sex party. It's like <laughs> the strangest <laughs> juxtaposition ever. You know, so that's kind of the main staple room. Yes. And there's also um, in this house a back patio. It's like massive and it's overlooking the Chattanooga Valley. So really, quite honestly, peak views. Um, it had a 12 person jacuzzi, a full sauna. That is a big jacuzzi. Right. I don't even, I don't, I mean, I'm thinking like what, a, there's not even apartment complexes with jacuzzis that big. You get like two people in those. I don't even, I don't even know if you can buy them that big. I'm I mean, sure you can. Special order. The, can I get the Billy Holes special order, you please? Can. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get anything for a price. That's true. So he also has a bar. I mean, he has bars all over this house. So just uh, if there's yeah, a room, there's a bar, uh, there's yeah. a room, there's a bar. So, so that's the back patio. So you go, then you can go in the, the, there's a lot of like glass doors to go into the living room and the living room is like this thick red carpeted room with a giant fire pit, another bar, mm -hmm. believe it or not. And this one has the mirrored glass walls. And I, I, that just really creeps me out. Like mirrors sometimes freak me out in general, but I'm picturing like ballet studio, but like lots of crazy activities going on you know yeah the mirrored glass finds itself in the bedrooms as well which is equally as terrifying and the bedrooms also had closed circuit tvs to view the pool area and other parts of the house oh um oh no oh no just to keep an eye on everything <laughs> uh um, you know i'm gonna say maybe that's not what it was for correct the house also had intercom systems and this isn't really that like crazy, but I, when I read that, it made me laugh because my grandparents used to have this massive, like mile long house that you'd like, it's just one store. You just had to walk from one end to the other to get to the kitchen and they had an intercom system. And as kids, we would like press the button, but it would just send a screeching like, so, um, <laughs> so as you know, um, I'm a deep sleeper. Mm. maybe you don't know that but I am okay. I'm a deep sleeper especially when I was in like middle school high school mm. and I was getting like five hours of sleep a night yeah so my mom got an like an intercom system that yep. she could plug in one of them downstairs and one of them like in my room or in my bathroom and every morning at like six they're like bee, bee. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like until I would it had to be far enough from my bed though that I would like 
have to get out of bed to right. answer it. And it was, it drove me crazy. I, I hated maybe it. Maybe that's what Billy was doing. Uh, doubtful. Maybe not. Maybe it was, maybe they played hide and seek with it. Who knows? <laughs> Um, I know that's what we did. And sometimes we'd go in different rooms and try to talk to each other. Again, the intercom system was really broken in my grandma's house, but you know, Hey, okay. (laughs) I think we need to bring those back in homes. I think they're fun. Maybe you have one. Maybe you don't. That's the house, but that's not the end of the story. Yeah. I assumed. I'm not just going to tell you about some architecture. So it's eccentric, elaborate, whatever. It's, it's crazy. But it was, it's creepy. It has its creepy parts. And it was designed to host a lot of scandalous behavior. Um, so like, the, like all of the great tycoons, Billy had his secrets um, and found himself plunged in scandal for pretty I mean, much the rest of his life. I mean, life. if this is what he's doing publicly, what is he doing privately? Right. I mean, that's the 70s for you. Yeah. So... Less than a year after this building opens, on May 3rd, 1973, there's a hitman named Larry Parker. Okay. He shoots another guy named Roland Hargis. Roland shit? Roland shit. <laughs> I, I did automatically think of Shit's Creek. I don't know another human named Roland. No. But now I do. Now we do. So we have Big Ed and we have Roland (laughs) Shit. Shit. This cast is all stars so far. (laughs) Okay, so so, sorry. We have a hitman named Larry Parker. Larry Parker, who kills Kills Roland Roland Hargis. Okay. So Hargis is leaving a nightclub. Parker shoots him. And so, of course, you know, police are on it. There's an investigation now. So once the investigation is underway, they find out Parker, the gunman, hitman, was a friend of Billy. And they find out that Billy had paid Parker to kill Hargis because Hargis was sleeping with his wife. And I love well, the, no, the, I love the irony no, and sexism of this. Yes. Because little little Billy over here gets his heart broken that Gloria's out there having some fun. And he, and he meanwhile, has a swingers mansion. Correct. Okay. Devoted to, that. to sex parties. <laughs> yes. Poor Gloria is just like, I just want someone to love me. <laughs> I just want to feel loved. Um, so that's what I mean. Their marriage is a little complicated. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. So Billy is clearly convicted um, of murder for hire and mm-hmm. sentenced to 20 years in prison. Parker goes to jail for manslaughter. Billy appeals this case. Um, he's like, I didn't do it. Of course. And uh, when it's appealed uh, to at the Tennessee Supreme Court, State Supreme Court, they find out that there was another attempted murder for hire that Billy also paid. So it just like didn't help. So he his tried case. to appeal and instead he got further and then, charges. And then he realized you have successfully done this once and tried to do it again. Mm. So he goes to jail, does not get acquitted, whatever. So, um, so that's 1973-74. So he spends pretty much the rest of his life dealing with prison in and out and investigations for other crimes. So these crimes include sex trafficking, yeah, arson, probably, oh, murder, mm-hmm. tax evation, yeah. and bankruptcy. Now, arson is always an interesting right. crime psychologically. And, and arson is actually one that they didn't have enough evidence to convict him of. So mm. not all of these were convictions, but he was involved in all these investigations. And there's a lot of just sketchy details. It's not, it's not relevant for our story. Okay. Let's just put it that way. So... He eventually goes down as tra- I, I honestly think this kind of frustrates me. It's so like expected for tax evasion. You're like, of course, right, right. Like of all things, you're gonna just get so finally- typical. 
Right. So basic. If you're going to be a great tycoon, have a different like story. Be creative. <laughs> have have some fun with your crimes. <laughs> just saying tax evasion seems so basic. Yeah, but, it's so boring. Anyway, so Billy. You're better than that Billy. Billy is basic. Like, well, I guess he's not. <laughs> So the the crazy thing here is so they so they you know obviously are investigating him for tax evasion and they find out that um most of his money you know cuz obviously his tax returns were not matching the amount of money he had for this extravagant lifestyle he's a strip Sir. club owner and they're like no, this isn't adding up they find out he was running a bootleg whiskey company with his grandmother <laughs> I'm not even kidding I can't make this up I'm not even kidding and um, You've got so much money, bro. Just get your business license and your liquor what, license. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what are, are we, we're not living in the prohibition. I wonder. I feel. I'm wondered that might be something I should have. I could research. Is if I wonder if there was like some sort of weird for something, or there was some. If illegal. there was a front, or there was some sort of Chattanooga law, or he just genuinely wanted to make money without having to pay the IRS. Right. Like, right. That's also it's just fair tax evasion. I mean, it's a fair sentiment. Like, I mean, who wants to pay money? To the IRS, right? <laughs> I mean, we do it because we have to. Yeah, yeah. But poor Billy, man, he's like, I'm not. If you ever commit tax fraud or tax evasion, this this, this will be held against in me court. in a court of law. <laughs> Let's just be clear. I paid my taxes this this time around, April. Got this him in. Time? No, all this times. Time? <laughs> all times since the age of, uh, what is it, 16, 17? I, I started working. I'm a good girl. I pay my taxes. Point of the story, if you want to evade the IRS don't use bootleg whiskey businesses with your grandma. You'll get caught. Ah, oh, there go my summer plans. Right. I know you guys are all really interested in that. So yeah, so eventually he gets he he gets convicted of tax evasion. He gets up, got. He gets got and he goes bankrupt. The house after oh, back up one second. After he gets tried for murder, right? Mm-hmm. Or convicted of mur- murder for hire. The house is like abandoned. Like, Glory doesn't live there. It just kind of exists. Nobody's there to run it, to own it, to pay for it. So le- he had it for less than a year. didn't, like, take it. So people progressed, like, had kind of gone in and out of owning it. It didn't go into new ownership until after it Billy died. Need to if he had enough money that he could pay his fines. Right. So yeah. he was able to, like, keep the house existing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really running or operating. He ha- And, like, Billy had less than a year of actually using his sex palace. Right. Which I just think is ironic. I was going to say, because it was, what, finished in 72? 72. And yep. then 73, 74 is when he yep. gets Goes got. Goes to jail. He gets got. So it's unclear if Gloria lived there a lot, his wife. I mean, I wouldn't want to live in my felon husband's sex, sex palace, palace, personally. I would not either. So anyway, so there's, there's some details about his life that are a little bit unclear. But I would take ownership <laughs> I would take ownership of it, sell it, yeah, and then make my own palace. Right. That's the correct thing to do here. I think that that would be a better palace. That's the only, that would be the superior the palace. only like, acceptable option. Anyway. Right. So yeah, so, so Billy in tw- 2008 dies of cancer. Uh, at that point, the house... What happened in the, in the interim? Was he always in jail or was he more yeah. in and out? He was pretty much always in jail. Okay. There were a few seasons where he was in and out on bail, but he was pretty much in jail. Okay. Um, dies of cancer in 2008. And again, the, the crazy thing about Billy is like literally he's only known for this house. 
<laughs> like there's not a lot of documentation that's like readily available. There's so, no like Wikipedia page. I've got a question. For Billy. Yeah. Oh, really? No, there's not. That's kind of surprising. Considering uh, there's not that, even a Wikipedia page for the house. That's really surprising considering that there's a, um, a Wikipedia page for the, the mad pooper of Colorado Springs. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, he, must, he just wasn't national news enough. So what did he do to get his money in the first place that he was able to build this? He owned strip clubs. And that was, okay. That was That's his right. legit business, was he was a strip club on, legit business, that he was a strip club Legit owner. business, that seems like there were also other happenings. Hence the yeah investigations for sex trafficking. Right, you know, right. Fun things like that. Yeah. Also, it's interesting looking at the 1970s nightclub world, because this is where we, he gets into some of his arson investigations it was like really where violent he gets into some of his arson I, these 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 nightclubs were like in constant competition with each other yeah i mean it was like mafia gangs which is so strange the nightclub world of the 1970s was like right it wasn't just like oh let's go out for drinks and like have fun it's like there you're there's gonna be a shooting it just it seems like it was a really different environment and it was extremely com- competitive and i think a lot of it because well, it was i think that still happens a lot but not necessarily with shootings. I mean, that I, I think that does happen. Yeah. Um, but I think there's still a lot of competition and a lot of shady stuff that goes right. on in a, in a lot of them, not yeah. all of them. Some of them are like fully legal businesses yeah. that pay their taxes yep. and do all that. But I definitely think that there's a lot of uh, shady things that happen mm-hmm. there that um, hurt a lot of people. Definitely. And the, and there's there's a lot of documentation on the 1970s nightclub right. life. I mean, it's definitely it's worse. Just, yeah, it's, it's definitely, just it's such definitely a, worse. It's such a weird... It just had its own like edge to mm-hmm. it that made it unique and so weird. But and especially and, so since it, you know, there was a lot more. You know, we're still we're still working on this, um, but a lot more misogyny in especially yeah. in sex work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, all these hotshot strip club owners, all these dudes, all these dudes, they would they would like literally try to burn each other's nightclubs down. Like they just this is, like it's just like so unhinged. It's it's insane. This, so the level of like just craziness of psycho reaction, like, like a complete absence of a had, frontal lobe. They had more men show up to their strip club last night, which means they have more business. So I'm gonna burn them to the ground. <laughs> oh, that the was logical, definitely an appropriate course of action. So I've got a question. Um, did he ever murder anyone himself, or was it always murder for hire? Not that we know of. Okay. It was always murder for hire for this Interesting. guy. Interesting. Couldn't get his own hands dirty. There was one case involving, um, I forget, I'm forgetting his name. It was in, I believe it was 76, where they found the body of a dead man in somebody's car, who they knew that guy killed him. And the, the murderer was a friend of Billy's again. So there were a lot of weird, Billy was connected with a lot of murder cases. Mm-hmm. Some of them weren't murder for hire, and they were just like friends who like were like suspiciously murdered, and he just right. happened to be connected. Exactly, with them. where you're like, all right, Billy, yeah, all right, Billy. What are we? What are we really what are doing we, here? What are we doing here, buddy? And I can't. I'm just picturing Gloria on all of this. Like, dude, was I, she was she into like the the swinger lifestyle? Not really. She was just kind of like, it's my husband. That's why she was with Roland. She's like, come on, Roland, Rolly. <laughs> sorry, Rolly. I'm sorry. I'm just still picturing Roland shit. Right. So yeah, so I mean, it's crazy. The house had a few different owners here and there. Some people said it was haunted. Sure. Fair. Who knows? So were there ever murders committed in that house that we know of? No. Oh. So why is it Lots of sketchy then? things might have happened. Well, I think that part of it is people like... People who died. And I think part of it's like Billy's it. ghost of like whatever, like Billy's still there. I will fight Billy's ghost. 
I will take him. That's the next question. I will choose your will, fighter. Which fighter? Could Rachel you? from Hyperfocus <laughs> against the ghost of Billy Hull. Definitely not Jimmy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> They'd hug it out. That is true. Jimmy'd be <laughs> like, come here. Come here, Billy. Jimmy and Billy. That makes How me great. so uncomfortable. What 70s names, too? Jimmy and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just come and swing in America in the not, 1970s. No, not that kind of swinging. I, mean, like, I guess you do like, th- like throwing hands. Yeah, I have to be a little more careful with, yeah. with what I when with, we're talking um, about swingers. Yes, I was like literally meant swinging, throwing punch. punches that you can't see because yeah. um, this is just audio. But I was I was going at it hard. Yeah, she almost <laughs> whacked me from across. the I don't table. know that my my arms are not that long. Um, it could have I'm still like a foot and a half away you, from your face. You were close to throwing the whole table up. I was. That's how intense she was about Billy. I will fight Billy Hall's go- ghost. Yeah, the ghost. ghost. The, the ghost. ghost of Billy. <laughs> so 2015 comes, house goes into foreclosure because Billy's dead and Gloria is, Yep. I think she dies shortly She's after, MIA but no one's wanting to pay for, Billy's the only one who wanted to pay for his swingers house, let's put it that way. Yeah. 2017, the house is eventually demolished. And only the memories are left standing. And perhaps some ghosts. And perhaps some ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we, we not can't say the word ghost? Is it because I threatened Billy Hall's I think, ghost? I think so. He's not letting us say that word anymore. <laughs> He's here. We brought him. I stand by what I said. So it's it's a creepy house, and it's a creepy story with some sketchy men in a sketchy time, like 1970s America strip clubs sketch you're yeah. just asking for sketch yeah um and it's, it's just interesting the way his whole goal was like i want to be the hugh hefner of the west of the east coast you know i just have to say if your goal in life is to be the hugh hefner of, of anything anything please think again check yourself for a check hot second yourself. so or i will wreck you she'll I come and wreck swing yourself it. she'll come and swing and check yourself before rachel wrecks yourself <laughs> So that is my story that I have for you today, the story of Billy Hull. Thank you. And the and the Tiki Hut Swingers Palace in Chattanooga, Thank Tennessee. Thank you. Um, that's never going to leave me, especially the the big um, like tiki faces right at the entrance. Yep. yep. We'll have to put that in a picture on yep. um, palm trees, tiki heads, horrendous bamboo tiki branch mm. wallpaper, pools, saunas, it's too much. Too much. bars. Uh, and more lots bars. Of bars and lots, lots of, of mirrors lots of bars we should um model our studio mm, after that <laughs> i do think that'd be quite a statement. wood paneling and a bar love it and a poorly shaped bunny pool play- i couldn't think of the word playboy <laughs> and a poorly <laughs> shaped playboy bunny tiled pool yep it is it's poorly shaped well thank you very much for that maddie You're um welcome. you uh you went big on your first one thank you um so the expectation has been set high okay, and good. you have to live up to that or exceed it every single Ooh. episode from here on out. Okay. So if people want to look at the, um, the pictures, right. They can find us. Where can they find us? Instagram. On Instagram, we are hyperfocuspod. pod, Twitter, hyperfocus underscore pod, TikTok, hyperfocus pod, Facebook, hyperfocus colon, a podcast for chaotic minds. We have both a page and a group there. And they can also send us an email at hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. Send us your feedback on Maddie. I can take it. Uh, good, bad, or otherwise, be honest. And as always, if you have topic suggestions, yeah. fan mail for me. Not for me. Not yet. Not there. We'll see. Not there we'll yet. S- jury's I'll, still out. They'll get there. They'll yeah. love me. Any of that stuff. Um, I, I mean, I talked about Billy Hull. How could they not love me? 
take it easy. Take it easy. I don't want you getting too big of a head here. That's <laughs> only I'm allowed to have a big head here because I'm objectively the best. True. I do have to remember my place. You're objectively neutral slash good. Yep. Um, we'll see. We'll see. You know what happens yep. there. You have a lot of a lot of opportunity to get closer to me on that scale. Um, I'll never get as good but, as you though. Uh, good. Correct. Um, that actually brought you up a tiny bit just by saying yes. that. It's a large scale and you've got a long yep. way to go. Um, so you have to continually prove yourself. So let us know how Maddie did. Find us on our socials. Thank you so much for telling us about Billy Hull and um, giving us an example of what not to do. We will see you next Monday. Stay chaotic, babes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.